What is up, everybody? Peace, love, and light. Uh, Minds Like Minds is back. I'm your host, R.L. Malpica, and uh, we're going to continue on what we've been talking about for the last two episodes, uh, natural health and diet. Uh, So I hope you guys have enjoyed what we've been doing so far. And if you do, look, there's a couple ways you can support us. Number one, obviously sharing our our content. Um, uh, If you're watching on YouTube, liking, commenting, and of course, subscribing. Uh, In addition to sharing our stuff on social and also follow me on other social platforms uh, at RL Melpica. And lastly, you can donate and help support the cause. Um, You know, I had a discussion the other day with, with some people I work with about like, what we want to continue to do, and that's just to to increase the reach and your support. You know, there should be a link in the in the description here that you can support and donate to the cause so we can uh, do bigger and better things. But today, the topic we're going to get into kind of the differences between the terrain model and other theories and models of health, uh, specifically kind of what we've been taught our entire lives uh, and how that relates to the medical system in general. Um, And this is a topic that I love to explore. I love to get into because it's so deep. It's so thorough. And there's so many different layers to it. So buckle up. Let's get into it. Um, and, And afterwards, if you have any questions When it comes to health, natural health and diet, the terrain model, um, you know, fruitarianism, any uh, raw veganism, anything like that, you know, drop questions in the comments and I'm happy to to answer them. And, And also it gives me ideas of new episodes moving forward, because, you know, if you have some really good questions that are something that may resonate with the populace out there when it comes to natural health and diet, uh, I could do an episode on it and that just might, may help as well. But I think what it, what, where we need to start with this is just the basic idea of what we've been taught about health, right? So we've been taught and i use the word indoctrinated a lot because at the end of the day it is indoctrination um health in this country uh and even in this world for the most part um is kind of like a religion it's an organized set of beliefs that are kind of thrust upon us at birth and um and we're expected to abide by them and shit throughout this you know this pandemic that happened i mean that showed you that you know front and center. <laughs> so like, look, we've been taught that there are entities in the form of, of germs, um, whether that be bacteria, whether that be viruses, whether that be parasites um, that are attacking us at all times, right? And our response to that is to, one, strengthen our immune system so it can fight off these entities that are constantly attacking us, or two, treat the symptoms that we get from these different bacteria, viruses, parasites, and and outside entities. Um, 
And it really takes the kind of accountability off of ourselves. Now, um, I'll, I'll throw a disclaimer out there. Look, I am not a medical professional. I am not a doctor. Uh, what I speak on this podcast are my philosophies from knowledge that I have attained over the years and books that I have read and individuals, natural paths and, and, and doctors that I follow um, and stuff that I have practiced on myself. So I want to put that disclaimer out there first and foremost. And look, I'm not on this podcast to tell you that bacteria doesn't exist or that viruses don't exist or that parasites don't exist. That's not really the 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 focus of this particular podcast, nor is it the focus of the terrain model. Um, What I'm trying to do is 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 just kind of break everything down for you based on what we've been taught. Uh, We've been taught that we are contagious that we can spread sickness from one person to another or one person to a multitude of people or a group of people or a nation of people. Um, What else? We've been taught that there are a million different sicknesses and diseases. Um, And they're all, they all stem from different things. Um, You know, we've been taught that genetics play almost a, 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 almost like a definitive role in our health. Uh, some things we just can't get away from. It just is what it is. Um, you know, we've been taught that cancer is, you know, uh, is, is unheralded is, um, cancer is something that can happen by chance or genetics or, um, expose, you know, uh, certain exposures and, and, and a lot of things that are out of our control. And in some cases, you know, as we'll talk about that, that, that can be true. Um, but I'm just trying to give you that perspective. We've been taught that the doctor is the authority figure when it comes to, to the medical field and health. You'll, you'll constantly hear me saying that I will never um, belittle a medical professional by any means. Number one, it's hard work. Number two, doctors are, are, are really only, I mean, they're basically a product of their education, right? They're a product of the system. And the system that's been put in place, the social construct that's been put in place is of this germ theory. So they are experts and professionals of that theory. That's not to say all doctors, and I try not to speak in absolutes, um, but it makes sense. I mean, if you today decided you wanted to become a doctor, you're, you know, you're first and foremost, you're going to do some research on what does the education path look like. Then you're going to start on the education path and you're going to follow steps one through 20 on how to get your doctorate degree so you can practice medicine and whatever institution, whatever medical institution that you go to school at, they're going to teach you within that social construct. It's not that every single one of those schools stops you or halts you from utilizing outside sources or a creative mind or or stepping outside the box. 
but it's definitely not promoted. Um, that's why you have doctors that are um, uh, that do believe in terrain theory that are getting away from germ theory. Um, but it's a small portion. So like that is kind of the, 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 the germ theory and kind of the construct of what has been implemented in this world and specifically in America when it comes to health. And we're born into this. And as we are now in the information age, the age of Aquarius, we have so much information at our fingertips. We're actually now allowed to do our own due diligence. To me, that is extremely important for a, a multitude of reasons. Number one, we can take accountability. And that's a big part of health. So what is the terrain theory and how does that differ from what I just spoke about, the germ theory? The, the, the germ theory, you know, it's, to keep it simple, it's basically everything outside of you is, is attacking you, is, is, is trying to in, infest the host, which is you, and within you, the host cell, to ultimately cause disruption within your body, and your body works to fight that off. And through that process, you go through symptoms, and when you go through symptoms, the medical system is there to provide you with treatment. Um, so that's the simplest way to break down germ theory. Now, when we get into the terrain model, um, it's a completely different approach because everything starts right here with yourself. Everything starts internally instead of externally. So how that looks is it's about three basic things. Consumption based on what you consume in your body. Assimilation, is your body able to function enough to assimilate the, the necessary nutrients to keep your body in a state of health? And elimination, is your filtration system, is your eliminations, eliminative or, are your eliminative organs working to get rid of the shit, <laughs> just to, for lack of a better word, out of your body? Consumption, Assimilation, elimination. Those three things are the basis of the terrain model. And it puts all of the responsibility and accountability on you, which is a beautiful thing because then you know you can make the necessary changes without having to rely on anything external. You don't have to really rely on doctors. You don't have to rely on medicine. You don't have to rely on any type of vaccinations. Because your body is a self-healing system. And when you understand how it works, then you realize that you have an extraordinary power that people don't realize. And that empowerment is, is something that, man, I, I just want everybody to feel at some point in their life. Um, when it comes to the terrain model, like I told you, the germ theory, there, there are a million, you know, millions is kind of exaggerating, but thousands of different sicknesses and diseases. And the terrain model is really only two. Actually, there's really only one, but like 
you know, we, we speak about to basically acidosis and toxemia. Acidosis meaning the body is too acidic. Toxemia means that you have too much toxicity in the body. Both of those are caused by decades and decades of, of eating the wrong shit, being exposed to, um, you know, electromagnetic frequencies and, and toxins in the air and whatnot. Right. You add in the fact that your body is a product of you as a whole. So then your emotional aspect, your emotions play into it as well. And that's where a lot of the indoctrination comes. I mean, that's where a lot of the indoctrination really hurts you because you go to the doctor and you're diagnosed with something or they say you have high blood pressure, you're diabetic or whatever the, whatever the case may be. And it's not that those quote unquote symptoms and ailments don't exist. It's that there's such a negative connotation on any of those things that the moment you hear them, that triggers an emotional response where your body starts to break down because of the mental aspect of it. The mind, body, and spirit is all connected. So if you get that diagnosis of cancer, what have we been told our entire life that shit, you have cancer, there's, it's almost, you might be done. So like that emotional response that it causes is gonna, is gonna lower the frequency of your, frequency of your body in the first place. So one of my goals to do this podcast and to talk about natural health and diet and, and, and everything I'm about with my philosophies is to change that way of thinking because cancer is a process of the body. That's, a, that's your body's last, last ditch effort to get your body back to optimal health because it is so acidic in whatever part of that body that it has no choice but to create a cocoon, to create a tumor, to hold with the hope that you're going to change the way you live, what you consume and how you're eliminating and what you're assimilating to where you can at some point get rid, get rid of the, those, those toxins and acids. <clears throat> That's the quote unquote thought process behind cancer. But we're not taught that. You know, we're taught that, okay, you have cancer. We have to do whatever we can to eliminate it. But in the process, and, and that's a germ theory way of thinking. If you, if you follow the germ theory, which most of you probably do, and you've been taught that your entire life, then that is, that sounds like, that sounds conceivable. That's, that sounds like it makes sense. Okay, well, there's something in my body that is causing a bunch of, you know, a, a bunch of um, issues before it spreads. I need to get rid of it. The problem is, is that you never, you never address the root of the issue in the first place. And this is the biggest difference between the germ theory the medical system, the social construct of medicine and health in this country and the world versus the terrain model. And that is the approach because the germ theory's approach is reactive. When something comes up, we will take care of it at that moment. 
And when we take care of it, we're not going to take care of the root of the issue. We are going to we are going to address the symptom. So if you have a runny nose, we're going to give you a decongestant to get all of the mucus out. Not accounting for what that decongestant is actually doing to your body, what level of toxicity that's adding to your body. Or we're going to give you some type of breathing treatment to add some type of steroid to your body to help you breathe better not realizing what burden and what type of toxicity that's adding to your body. See, it's, it's, it's a perspective thing because the terrain model is the exact opposite. The terrain model is addressing the root issue. It is, pro, is being proactive instead of reactive. It's understanding that, okay, there's a reason that I have quote unquote allergies or there's a reason that I have a cold or I got a, I got the flu or whatever one of these sicknesses, you know, you, you throw the name out, whatever, right? Just look at the symptoms and the symptoms will tell you what's going on in the body. That's the difference between the terrain model and the germ theory. The germ theory is going to Basically, focus on where the symptoms are happening. And it's going to label it a certain sickness, a certain name of something, you know, name of a sickness, name of a disease, and diagnose you and treat you based on historically what doctors have used for that specific sickness or disease. And if you break down a lot of these sicknesses, if you start to really look at them, they all share. A lot of the same symptoms. They just happen in different places. Sometimes they happen in, you know, sometimes they're combined with other things. So now they're named something different. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I've started to do when going on this journey and learning about health and trying to decondition myself from the germ theory is looking up how they diagnose some of this stuff. For instance, Crohn's disease. I, I implore you to look up how they diagnose Crohn's disease. It's not a specific test. It's based on symptoms. It's based on things happening in your body that they come to the assumption that, oh, that's Crohn's disease. Right? Yeah, I, um, I, when I, when I went to an allopathic doctor, um, he was a cool guy, man. He, he broke things down a lot from the, from the, from the allopathic perspective and everything. And this is before I even knew what terrain model was. And, um, I can't remember the exact question I had for him, but it was something about, um, some symptoms I was having. And I, I told him, he just kept asking me questions and I told him and he diagnosed me with something. And I said, well, how do you know it's just that? I mean, I've read, it could be a, a bunch of different things. And he said, look, you know, if you see a horse, if you see a creature walking around um, nature and it looks like a horse, then it's probably a horse. If you see it walking in the middle of New York City, then it might not be a horse. So I'm going to base it on what most likely it is based on what you're telling me. So no nothing definitive, 
all assumptions. And the worst part of it was the the outcome of that doctor visit was a diagnosis and treatment for the symptoms. No talk or discussion on anything proactive to make sure it doesn't happen again. And that is kind of the 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 foundation of the germ theory. And then there's the contagious aspect of it, which, you know, that could be another podcast where we discuss contagion. Um, to me, it, it doesn't matter that much, to be truthfully honest, whether things are contagious or not. Um, but what contagion does, the idea of contagion, it once again takes that accountability off of yourself. Because now it's out of your hands. You know, oh, man, I must have caught something. Oh, you're not feeling well. I wonder who you caught it from. Never taking that accountability for yourself. Now, let's shift to the terrain model and really dive into this because the terrain model. Remember, everything's consumption, assimilation, elimination. So if you're having symptoms, those are the three things you need to look at. The terrain model doesn't matter if you believe in contagion or not. The onus is always going to be on you. Because when you talk about bacteria, you talk about viruses, or you talk about parasites, at the end of the day, none of that, whether you believe in it or not, none of that can survive in a healthy terrain, in an alkaline-based body. Can't do it. It won't survive. But if your body is acidic, Oh, they love that. Anything, anything, uh, sp specifically parasites. Like parasites, you'll never hear uh, a, um, a, um, a, an argument from me as far as parasites. Yeah, 100%. Like they, they exist. They find, they find that, that acidic terrain and they, they will lay in there for sure. Bacteria, look, I mean, bacteria is life. You know what I'm saying? Like without bacteria, there is no life and bacteria breaks down, breaks down, um, you know, breaks down everything that's living. So bacteria is a thing. Viruses, you know, viruses uh, are a thing for sure. Now, do they cause sickness? You know, that's debatable because there really is no definitive proof of that. Once again, that's part of a theory. And, you know, it's the old adage of, you know, a house is on fire and the firemen are there. People show up and they think that the firemen caused the fire. And no, that's they're kind of doing their job. And that's kind of at least from what I've seen from a scientific perspective, that's kind of what viruses and bacteria do. Um, but regardless, it's all about having that internal terrain that is clean. So when you put that onus on yourself and that accountability, you start to realize that, man, everything plays hand in hand. And when you start eating cleaner, you start eating raw foods. Your body goes through this transformation. It's not always a huge physical transformation at first. It's really an internal transformation. And it's a big emotional and mental transformation. And that's why I implore everyone who who decides to get on this journey 
or decides to, you know, try it out or maybe replace a meal, starting small, just replacing one of your meals with raw food. To journal how they feel afterwards, journal the differences. Because I promise you, they're going to be drastic. In a good way. You'll go through phase. Like for me, I went through phases. Like I started with the started with the imitation shit, you know, to kind of break that that craving of meat, you know, and then um, then I gave that up. Uh, and then ultimately, you know, through time, I, I just ended up going more raw and more raw to the point where I'm about 75, 80% raw. And, um, like I feel it every day because now your body has something to compare it to. It has that dividing line now, whereas before you're just feeding everything you want to your body. It can't, it it can't decipher the difference between anything. So much complex chemistry that's going into your body. It's just in fucking overload. So you're always feeling a certain way. Sometimes you feel worse than others, but you know, you're always kind of feeling a certain way. You start eliminating that, that, that burden. And then you start to understand like, wow, after you eat, you actually feel good. Like you feel light, you feel good instead of feeling bloated and full. It's a completely different, (laughs) completely different feeling. Like I can, I can talk about it as much as I want, but you just have to try it. You just have to do it. And here's the, here's the real kicker, because once you do that and you start eating better, eating more raw foods, you know, fruits and leafy greens, then the moment you do step out and you eat something cooked or you eat something that you're not supposed to, your body can identify it and it either handles it immediately. And I've dealt with that a lot of my life. Or it's going to make you feel the difference. Because it's like your body saying, man, you were doing so good. This is what we want. This is what we want. Now we know this is what we want. Don't do that anymore. Don't do that. We don't need that. Help us. Help us help you. That's what your body is telling you every day. Help us help you. So when you look at the terrain model and taking that accountability, not worrying about who's sick around you. Not worrying about what's going on in the world and focusing on yourself. Having a healthy terrain, cleaning up your terrain, your inner terrain, your world, your temple. Your whole outlook on health changes. Because you're not concerned about catching anything from anybody else. You know that these diseases are formulated and created by an issue with what people are eating and an issue with how their body is eliminating it. And if you know those two things, which is the basis of the terrain model, then you know that you can fix it. You know that if you had a shitty weekend of eating, that you can water fast or you can st- you can go, you know, completely raw, probably just stick out, stay on fruits for a few days and your body will do what it's supposed to do to eliminate that acidity. That's what the what the the product of what those acid forming foods did. It's like a constant 
ebb and flow of detoxing and building, detoxing and building, detoxing and building. We're supposed to be detoxing all the time. Like Dr. Morse um, says all the time, we, we are nothing but a, 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 a human <laughs> uh, food processor. You know, it's going to get rid of get rid of what we don't need, assimilate and, and, and take in what we do need. And if you're eating an abundance of stuff that you don't need, eventually it's going to get backed up. And when it gets backed up, that's when diseases form. That's when your organs start to break down. That's when cancer comes into play. And there's stages of it. There's seven stages of it. But each symptom is an indication, is like a, is like a mirror to you of letting you know what you're doing or what you're doing wrong. You go eat pizza. It's a pretty good chance the next day you're, you're going to wake up with a stuffy nose. Pretty good chance of that. Eat a lot of dairy, you know, dairy, pizza, acid forming foods are like the the breeding, like they they spark the building of mucus within the body. Because your body creates the mucus to protect the vital organs. And if you're consuming a bunch of acid forming foods, like your body goes into like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta, we gotta go into uh, protect mode, security mode. That's, that's the difference, the terrain model. And, and, and people ask me all the time, well, why, why would they do that? Why, why would they focus? If, if the terrain model is true, why would they focus on that instead of, why would it they focus on that instead of the germ theory? Well, look, man, anybody that's followed me, um, understands, like what's truly going, what, what truly happens in this world. And it's, look, it sucks because I, I, I want us to get to a, a point of harmony where everybody is about everybody else and understanding we're all connected, not just people, animals too. We are all connected energetically. That's just not how the world works. And when it comes down to it, comes down to what? Which one is more profitable? And it's a very easy answer because there was a debate in the early 1900s about the terrain theory versus the germ theory. A big debate and germ theory won out because the powers. And there's plenty of them, the powers that built the social constructs. Saw an opportunity with the germ theory, there's not much opportunity with terrain theory. Why? Because it's on the basis of a self-healing body. Well, self-healing body don't make no money. But a germ theory does. But thousands of different sicknesses do. So you push a ideology of germ theory to the people. And now people are conditioned to think that I have to have medicines. I have to take vitamins. I have to go to the doctor multiple times a year. I got to get this checkup once I get this age. Um, and if I do get diagnosed with something, I need to listen to the doctor with 100% um, trust in, in everything that he's prescribing me and stay on that plan so I can live a healthy life. 
never taking accountability for the McDonald's or Burger King that you're eating or the 99% of cooked food that you're eating or the ho-hos or the processed shit that you're eating, you know, never taking, never actually looking to improve your internal terrain, but only looking to placate it by medicine or taking a vitamin. So like the power saw the germ theory as man, we could build this into a massive money machine. And that's what's happened. I mean, if you look at it, the germ theory is at the foundation of listen to these constructs. Number one, hospitals. You stayed at a hospital before you seen that hospital bill, you see how much that is. Number two, the insurance companies. To live in this country and, and, and have proper health care, quote unquote, because of a germ theory, you have to have coverage because if something happens, if you get diagnosed with something and you got to have chemotherapy or radiation or be on, you know, a lifelong plan of, of, of a certain pill, you know, that costs money, a lot of money. And then number three, big pharma medicine. Now I read somewhere that it costs the average cancer patient $150,000 to get treatment. The average $150,000 a person. And you see how capitalism, because remember, it's a capitalist society in America. You see how capitalism has taken something that should be sovereign and something that should be, you know, given for free. If you think about it, you see all that, you know, and instead it's exploited because you have medicine that you can buy in, that you buy in America for thousands of dollars available in other countries for, for pennies or free in some cases. Think about that. Same medicine. So when you understand the motive of these systems, you start to you start to look at it differently. Like, OK, if I'm getting exploited pretty much in multiple areas, insurance, medicine. And then when you have something like the pandemic happen and then your livelihood is put on the line because you may lose your job or, or something else because of a private health issue, not a public health issue. Then you start to really realize what's truly going on. And that's why you need to look at the terrain model. Because the terrain model eliminates all of that. It eliminates all of it. Because if they, they, they from a capitalist perspective, there's no money in the terrain model. I mean, there's a reason you don't see commercials for fruits. You can't commercialize something that grows in nature. I mean, I think the only, the only fruit commercial I ever see is avocados. That's it. The only one. The only one. But you can't commercialize nature. You can't commercialize somebody taking the responsibility for themselves. You can't commercialize 
you know, natural things, natural aspects of life. And that's why they've tried to separate us from that. That's the biggest difference between the terrain model and the germ theory. Terrain model is all about you. What are you going to eat? What are you going to eat today? It's that connection with self. Understanding that your body functions autonomically. And you are accountable for the job that it does. You don't choose for your body to digest in a certain way or to digest for a certain amount of time. It's what it does based on what it's given. So what are you going to give your body? Because what you give your body is what it's going to give back to you. That is the basis of the terrain model. It's really beautiful, man. Look, nature, look, all the answers are in nature. And if you look, look, the the way health is now. <laughs> like, it's only been like that for like 100 years, a little bit. Yeah, like 100 years. That's it. It's hard for us to, to understand those types of concepts, you know, because we've only been here for this lifetime, you know, or at least we've only been here. Um, in this time of consciousness in this lifetime, you know, we have other incarnations in my opinion. Um, but like, it's really, it's really hard for people to, to grasp that, that this isn't how it always was. I mean, look, just up until the middle of the 20th century, you know, most people ate home cooked meals until the explosion of the fucking canned goods and, and, and microwave foods and processed foods because, you know, the, the, the household changed, you know, whether it was through war or whatever the case may be. But once the household changed and now both parents were working, mostly due to a capitalist society as well, well, now no one's at home to cook the food. No one's at home to, to, to grow the food. And then once corporations came in and basically took over 80% of the farms, that was it. And then shit started getting mass produced and processed foods. And yeah, it's, it's, it's all fucked up. But look, I mean, there, there's, still, there's still this. There's still your knowledge and there's still your energy. And those things, look, they can't take from you. So you have to... You know, at least what I'm trying to do is make you understand how this all works so you can make those conscious decisions and get yourself in a state of health. Like the obesity issue in this country right now, I can't speak to other countries because I'm not there. But, but speaking of America, the obesity issue that's going on right now is, is really sad, especially with the kids. Because parents, and I know I'm speaking to most of you, God, it's it's on you to set those standards, to set those values with your kids. You can break these generational curses. You have the power to do that. So that they can understand what a what real food is, what the connection between themselves and their inner self is, and how they are um like in alignment 
or what it feels like to be in alignment with your inner self. You get what I'm saying? You feel me on this? You guys have the power. I'm speaking to you guys. Like, that's how we make change. You know, change, you know, political change. Look, look, we, we've seen that song and dance, right? You, a political change happens and then someone else comes in office and then that shit gets thrown to the wayside. You know, politics have a place, you know, but it's just a part of that social construct. It's another one of those systems that are put in place for a reason to divide us and, and all these different things. Like, you have to understand, like, you have to take your power back. And spread that to your children so you can change the world because your kids are the ones that are going to change the world. Look, I battle it every day with my daughter. She eats majority fruit. She's on the same same kick as me. Same thing as me. Going to be six years old. But she's on a soccer team. And, you know, um, after the games, they bring snacks. And a lot of those snacks are fucking you know, processed Rice Krispie treats or Capri Suns or candy bars, you know, shit like that. And I have to tell her that, no, we're not, we're not eating that. That's not real food. We don't eat that. But she gets, she has to see her peers eating that. So I constantly have to educate her on why. And look, she understands. She knows it. She's going to grow up and understand and have those values. Now, look, when she's an adult, she may decide to go another path and that's okay. But at least I did my job in providing her the information and being that influence for her. Because our parents, the household that we grow up in, the environment we grow up in, truthfully is our biggest influencer. And if we grow up in a family that is conditioned and indoctrinated with the germ theory and the standard American diet, then we're setting our children up for a, uh, on a path of destruction at the end of the day. Look, top killers in, the, in, in America, heart disease number one, that's a terrain disease. That is an internal terrain disease, right? Number two, cancer, a terrain disease. And then number three is, is, is the medical system, misdiagnosis, medicine, all those different things. You could throw some COVID in there, which at the end of the day is a terrain based disease. However you want to look at it, whatever you think that it is and whatever you think is happening at the end of the day, when you go through a quote unquote sickness, it's all it is, is a healing crisis. It's your body is your body needs to have a massive healing crisis because the body has become too toxic and acidic. That is what is happening. So it's going to autonomically cause a fever. It's going to use all the energy it has to try to push out everything it possibly can. It's like a a massive renovation of your body. That's what a healing crisis is. And some people have worse ones than others. Why? Because some people are more toxic than others. But that's that's the perspective difference between the germ theory and the terrain model, because the germ theory will tell you, oh, shit, I caught it from someone. I should have been wearing a mask. Man, I wish I got vaccinated so I wouldn't have to actually have to deal with this healing crisis. As opposed to, oh, shit. 
I needed a cleaning. This is a good thing to actually go through this healing crisis so I can get this out of my body. Now, do people, do some people die during healing crisis? Yes, because the body only has so much vital energy left. And some people are so acidic and so toxic that they, they can't get back to a state of health. They don't have enough vital energy to do it. So when you talk about like predispositions, that's what it's speaking of. You want to talk about the immune system, the immune system, like if you want to call it immune system or whatever you want to call it, like we've been conditioned to think of an immune system that our body is fighting against things, that it is fighting against what's attacking us. But the true number one, you're not immune to anything. So there's really no such thing as an immune system. You're not immune to anything. When it comes to um, health. But the real kicker is like the immune system, all it is, is your filtration system. It's the elimination part. Because if you're unable to eliminate due to eating fattening foods that clog up your lymphatic system, uh, eating acid forming foods. And not having that lymphatic flow through your system. It builds up, it builds up, it builds up. And then that's where you have organ malfunction. Like that, that is the basis of it. So terrain model is, is, is it's imperative that we learn more about it and that we start to really push it. And, and, and I will say this, like COVID actually helped the terrain model see the, see, see the light of day. Because people like myself, even myself, um, wanted to know more. Like the world was in such distress that people wanted to know more. They actually, not everybody, unfortunately, but a, a decent amount of people, you know, um, wanted to, to seek truth. And that's why this podcast exists. That's why a lot of the stuff I do exists, um, because I'm here to shed that light. For, for people to understand the terrain model and understand that the accountability is on them. It's on us. It's nobody else's responsibility. Doesn't matter if, doesn't matter who gets <laughs> inoculated. <clears throat> it's about you. And look, the decisions you make from a health standpoint are your decisions. That's your conscious choice. I just implore you to get as much information as you can from both sides. And then go with what makes sense to you. You know, people, when it comes to like contagion and stuff, people will bring up to me, well, you know, I got sick and then my wife, a couple of days later, she got sick. Okay. How many times did you get sick and your wife didn't get sick? Or... Doesn't it make sense if you guys live together, probably eat roughly the same diet, might have a healing crisis at the same time. And then third, so something called resonance. And if you look at nature, nature gives us all the answers. And if you look at how trees communicate, you know, if, if, if a tree is diseased, he will send out signals energetically to the trees around it to let them know that he's been diseased and to provide certain types of energetic, um, energetic, um, 
just say certain types of energy that can help so they don't get diseased. So they have that, that song and dance, that resonance together. Who's to say that we don't too? Meaning if there's a certain toxin in the air and, and say I <clears throat> breathe it in and, 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 it <clears throat> and my body becomes over toxic, and it goes through a healing crisis to try to rid itself of that toxin. Who's to say that I, my body wouldn't resonate and, and, and communicate with somebody else's body energetically and let them know, hey, you might need to clean house because there's a toxin that's in the air. You know, so ultimately we can survive the species. You feel what I'm saying there? Like, remember, nature. Look at how nature works. Look at how the animals function. It, it'll tell you everything. It gives you so many answers. And if you look at nature, then nature is on the side of the terrain model. <clears throat> I'm telling you, the animals tell you everything. But look, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm breaking it down, the differences between the terrain model and the germ theory. Obviously, I didn't get to get into everything, and maybe we could touch on this at a later date. Drop some comments. I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, um, you know, things you disagree with, things, things <laughs> you don't disagree with, whatever. Um, but make sure you subscribe to the channel. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, you know, reviews, I'm telling you, reviews uh, help this podcast, um, tremendously. So if you're listening on Spotify, Google, Amazon, um, I, um, on your, your Apple, Apple podcast, leave me a review. Let me know what you think. It, it means the world to me because I do this for you guys at the end of the day. I really do. Um, so, you know, keep, keep digging, you know, keep doing your due diligence and make those conscious choices. Remember, you know, whatever choice you make, Ask yourself, is it for the betterment of me or the detriment of me? And side on that betterment side every time, just, just like the food you eat. Is it alkaline based or is it acidic based? Or I should say alkaline forming or acid forming, right? If you're cooking it, <laughs> you know the answer to that. But keep life basic. You guys be good. Peace, love, and light. I'm out of here. Peace.